Hi guys, Liz from Bad Mum. Um, I'm here with my eldest son, Nick. So today's topic, we were going to talk about uh, workplace bullying, um, mainly for apprentices because we get a lot of young kids uh, that are leaving school, possibly year 10, and uh, that's when Nick actually left school. And it was really interesting because we were having a chat um, last night just about different topics to talk about and things like that. And, um, and we... Nick said, oh, I'd like to speak about um, the workplace bullying for apprentices and, and maybe going on to year 12 is a better option. So we thought this might help some parents that are maybe weighing up the decision to encourage their kids to stay on to year 12 or to leave in year 10. So, Nick, <laughs> you left in year 10. Yeah. Um, and what experience did you have leaving school that young? Uh, well, when you're in year 10, you're, what, 16 years old? Yep. Um, and I think most kids don't really want to be in school at when they're sixteen years old. They'd rather be doing other stuff. And for me, I wasn't that I wasn't that good at school. I think if I went back now and applied yourself and applied myself, <laughs> I think I regret that in some ways. Um, but at the same time, I am happy I left. The only thing is that when you're when you leave at that age, um, I think you're very vulnerable. And if you go into a scenario where the people there um, aren't the most accommodating people, I think it can make things in the long term for you quite difficult. So you're referring to the fact that when you're 16, uh, you think you're ready for the big wide world, but you're actually not. And the people that you're dealing with are usually 30 and 40-year-olds yeah. that have been tradies their whole lives. And usually young apprentices are treated like a piece of shit when they first come out. You know, they're doing basically whatever they're told. Um, like in relation to bullying, what did you experience in relation to people picking on you or well, that sort uh, of thing? Firstly, I ha I'm not going to be a victim or anything like that. I had, I had a few jobs when I was an apprentice as a plumber. And, um, and I had some really good bosses and I had some that probably just weren't very aware of what um, was happening on site and stuff. And it wasn't just one particular person. It was, you know, little things from a different group of people. And as my mum said, that when um, you leave school, you go from, and especially the school that I was in, you go from being told to stand in a line and say please and thank you and then you go to a place where... Um, you're with these old, hard men who... It's, construction sites are probably the last place that political correctness hasn't <laughs> infiltrated yet, which yeah. is, I think, in, in a lot of ways... Um, Bad. Well, I think it's good in most instances. Why? Because I don't think political correctness is is good in a lot of, in a lot of ways, but there needs to be some things... That, <laughs> that, there needs to be some boundaries there. Hmm. And, I think we need to have a conversation about this. And... Uh, well, for me, there were things like um, just little, little small things. Like you would, at that age, I didn't know how to learn. So I love, I love reading and stuff now. Um, and I wish I did when I was in, wish I did when I was in school. But, but the difference is, you're reading stuff that interests you now. Whereas at school, I think the, and this comes back to the argument of our schooling system is, I don't know, whatever, two hundred years old or whatever it is. And there's a lot of kids out there like you, like me, like mm. a couple of my other kids who don't thrive in a classroom setting where you 
like lots of people love to read, but the shit they give you to read is so boring and so not interesting that, do you know what I mean? Whereas if you're, if you're, um, doing a, reading a subject that you like, that's completely different to Mm. reading an English book or something that you have no interest Mm. in. So I think that comes, um, down to the fact that there's a lot of kids these days that don't suit the current education system. And I'm all for changing that if, if that would be at all possible. Um, well, people learn in different ways. So you exactly. have people that learn visually, you have people that learn from doing it, from picking up kinesthetically, and then you have people, um, you know, I don't know the other senses that you use. Yep. But people learn in different ways and schooling is one narrow, narrow. view on yep. how to do that. So for me, my like for myself, I struggled with that. But anyway, we'll go back to... Well, the bullying thing, because um, my other son, who also, um, he actually suffers from Asperger's ADD and ADHD, and he had a real issue with the first employer he had. Once again, he was an apprentice. He left because he didn't want to be at school um, and, you know, was not struggling. Like both boys, you both were average students. You weren't under average. You were just average, but you both wanted to go into the big wide world. And um, I know that uh, his boss that he worked with for three years he came across as a nice guy but was constantly belittling him and making him feel like shit. So just saying, are you stupid, mate? What do you mean? Like, you know, that's ridiculous. Why don't you get it? And it got to the end where he had to leave because it had affected his self-esteem so much. And once again, like not not being a victim, like, we, you know, fuck, we hate being victims. Yeah. That's, that's not what we're about. But um, I think it's very important to give people the message of, What's your opinion in if you've got a kid that wants to leave in year 10 versus leaving in year 12 to do an apprenticeship, what would your advice be? Well, I think stay in year 12, one thing is because my mates that I did, that did stay in year 12, I couldn't relate to them and they couldn't relate to me. So they had no idea what I was talking about when I was, when I was saying these, these people work. Like I had one guy um, pass photos of you around in the lunchroom you know what I mean? And I, you're probably really stoked about that. <laughs> I wasn't at the time because I knew, and he said, he goes, if you don't show me, I'm going to give you all the shit jobs. And I said, well, you're going to give me the shit jobs anyway. And I, and I. What do you mean photos of me? Just like normal photos. No, he wanted baseball? to go through. For, yeah, but oh. he wanted to use it as MO. That's the thing. Yeah, right. And so I said, I went like that and I regret doing it. Just like the pro- profile on a Facebook thing. Yeah. And he snatched it off me and he goes, wanted to show all the other guys and all the other guys just shut up. They didn't want to buy of it. And I was just like, fucking hell. And I had one guy who I really liked who was actually really fair, but he was a hard Aussie man. He'd done time before. And I actually did really like him. But he had shit days sometimes and he was an alcoholic and he'd come to work. And he, one day he was kicked out from um, by his wife and he came and he just unloaded, took it all out of me and was like, I'll fucking hit you. I'll, I'll do this to you. I'll do that to you. And I was like 16 years old and was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then no one steps in and you, no offense, I would tell you this stuff and you'd just be like, harden up because you didn't know the full details of what was going on. And then I thought. Well, you have to harden up to a point as well. You do. But the problem is when you're 16 and you're so young, had you been a couple of years older, you may have reacted differently Mm. to some of that stuff as well. Well, the thing, the problem is as well, you go to TAFE and TAFE tells you, get good at this because you're going to do it for the rest of your life. You're going to do it for the next 50 years. So you go, fuck, this is fucked. I don't want to be here for 50 years and deal with this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, you're driving out to an hour away to work with these fucking pieces of shit. 
and you're like, fuck, I don't, I, I can't do this for the rest of my life. So you, because you have this view of the world that's so narrow and not open. Yeah. But in a lot of ways, it was good as well because it teaches you to harden up, teaches you to work hard, it teaches you that shit that stuff is real you know what i mean and it makes you appreciate when you actually do get a good boss or get a fair boss massively yeah where you've come from so Mm. but like we must when nick finished his time in um tafe and and did his plumbing and he also did another year at night to get your license as well at night tafe so that was additional um he then went traveling and that was probably the best thing you did wasn't it yeah 100 percent yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So he went um, to Alaska and um, did the – went to – I don't know if anyone's seen the movie, like the Magic Bus, which gave me a fucking heart attack because I thought he was going to be eaten by bears out there and I, he was not contactable for three days. I nearly called the Alaskan authorities, but that's probably another podcast. Um, but I think you grew a lot over there as well. But you, you were a little bit older. Um, so – my third son, he was thinking about also doing a trade and still is, um, but due to Nick's advice, he hasn't left year 10. He's, he's going on to do year 11 and 12. And I think also the other thing with doing year 11 and 12 is, as my second son's found out, is a couple of jobs that he would now be interested in, like the, um, what is it? The, yeah, cust- cu- customs. yeah, customs or whatever. You have to have your HSC. So he does, or you have to have finished a trade, and he's now done neither. So that's pretty shit. Um, but he's old enough now that he can go back as a mature age and do year twelve if he wanted to. Um, but mm. what would your advice be? Do year twelve? Yeah, do year twelve. Just because I don't think you've made your mind up, you don't know what you're doing at that age. I think two extra years isn't going to hurt anyone, even if you're just floating around. If your son or daughter yep is you can tell that they're one of those people that will do anything that they put their mind to and they're very determined i think look what whatever but i think if your son's you know just doing it to get out of school and and fuck around basically then i think you should stay to year 12 because they're probably just going to leave in their apprenticeship and it's just gonna make it harder along the along the way yeah, and I think also um, I know with New South Wales, I'm not sure whether anyone else is different, but um, you now have to be I think at least 17 before you can actually legally leave school. If you're younger, um, I, you can do it with permission with an apprenticeship. But um, but I want some juicy goss on what, what other stuff happens on a work site that um, like mums might not be privy to. Um. Well, that they should be aware of so that if their sons come home and they might be a bit down or depressed, like what Yeah. To watch uh, out for? Oh, there's a bit of stuff, you know, that like I, like you said, apprentices get treated like shit. It's all part of it. And I think it's really good because it you have to earn that spot. You have to earn that title of the tradesman. Yeah. And you have to you have to earn the money that you're going to make as a tradesman as well. And that's what people don't understand when they pay such high rates for plumbers is that you go through hell as a plumber or a concreter to to get to that stage. They don't realise it's not just unblocking your toilets. You're paying for their apprenticeship. You're paying for their TAFE. Um, but you're paying for their expertise like you yeah, do with anybody. Yeah. yeah, their experience like anything else. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the – I don't know. Maybe – just 
tell them that there's other stuff out there that when they finish their apprenticeship, they can leave. They have the option to leave. There's more trades out there that you can specialize in things that you didn't even know exist. Like I just thought that there were trades like Sparky's, Plumber, um, elect uh, electricians as well. <laughs> uh, you know the basic ones. You don't realize that there's um, yeah, boiler makers. There's people who work with air really, conditioner people, mechanics. Yeah. Um, but super specific stuff as well. Like there's people who just do security cameras. Do you know what I mean? Fire extinguishers. Yep. Uh, yeah. Fire fire services. Yep. So there's so there's so many options, um, and yeah. I, I guess try to be aware of all of them and know if, that you can finish and go you, on to the next year. If you had your time again, would you do an apprenticeship? Oh, yeah, for sure, 100%. Yeah, right. Yeah. So Nick now is working as a site manager, which he's really enjoying, and um, he, Nick's always been a worker. So a couple of my kids are, have been, <laughs> no, from the beginning, like you, when you were 15, you always just wanted to get a job. Mm. Um, and, and I think that's just a personality trait. You, you're either a worker or or you do anything to avoid work sort of thing. So Nick always had a part-time job. He was always very proactive at getting work. Um, you know, he finished his apprenticeship. He did he did his four years, uh, went out and worked, and then sort of decided that he needed a break from it because he wasn't sure where the plumbing was for him, and that's when he went travelling. I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to go, which, well, yeah, yeah, which I guess if I think most people should, if they do that, if they do their time and they have the opportunity to go before they get tied down um, with a girlfriend or a house or anything like that, if they do have the opportunity. Well, um, you can make the opportunity. And like if you live in Australia, sorry, but most people have the opportunity. We're, we live in a pretty prosperous country. Yeah, if you work hard enough, you can get there. Well, just so you know, Nick didn't stay at home with me. So um, he actually moved out with his mates. So they all had this revolting share house, which yeah. was pretty gross, and no one else would rent it. So yeah. they, well, they, let us, they let us do it up, which yeah. is really bizarre. But they, they had no doors, no taps on the sink, no fence. No um, stove. No stove writing on the walls. Yeah. And the boys did it up. So um, so that's the thing. And then Nick still saved up and then went to Canada. And he did um, a work program over there. And I think you worked there for six months. Yeah, like uh, six, eight months or something. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think we were talking about like bullying. It's more when we're talking about bullying, I think when you're 16 years old, it's something that comes as a bit of a shock um, and can maybe lead to a bit of depression or anxiety or just feeling of, um, low value yeah because when you get to a stage like I'm out of it now I'm very I know my value I'm very confident in myself and I know that things just generally work out but um, it takes you a while to get over that it took still at the end of my apprenticeship I had so many doubts and I think what I think going to um, overseas was almost kind of running away from reality as well which I'm glad I did but I've come back and uh, kind of faced my fears, I guess. Yeah. to myself that I can do what I want. Yeah, well, I think you've got to um, build up that confidence and but that's really hard to do when someone's telling you you're doing a shit job or you, you're nothing, you know mm. what I mean? And and the, the problem is in Australia as well, the apprentice wage is below um, like the award. Like it's shocking. The boys get paid nothing. It's so It's ridiculous. But... In Australia, you can get, um, I think it's New Start, 
and you get concession cards on traveling and stuff like that for apprentices. But the problem is most people don't even know you can do that. Um, and unfortunately for me, I only found out a couple of years into it. I don't think Nick got anything when he was doing it. But um, my other kid, I was able to get him um, some new style outs because he had moved out of home as well. So um, that that did help supplement because they only get like, I don't know, 400 something dollars a week. I was the last year and it got... I was three twenty a week, and I was traveling, and I was traveling from uh, Eastwood to Richmond, which is an hour's like an drive hour back. and tolls. But they don't take the tolls because they can't afford to take the tolls. But um, but yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking trades at all. I think the best thing. I think not not enough people, not enough young people are doing them anymore, and uh, I think more people need to do them. Yeah, but I think it. Ha I think the work environment needs to change. One hundred percent. I think it is slowly. I think I don't think on site for apprentices is as much. I think the safety and stuff, everything like that's changing. But I don't think. I think there's a lot of apprentices that are stuck, you know, and then they end up. The problem is that they get into this thing where they're like, "This is fucked." They leave. They're forced to leave because of their work environment. They don't think it's going to get better, and then you know they've left school. They pro probably have get somewhere and they don't have a finished education in anything you know what I mean yeah um, that's the problem whereas at least if you get if you do year 12 and look most of the parents probably listening to this are, are very aware of that and trying to get their kids to finish um, year 12 and that's one of the reasons I got Nikki in because I thought maybe from a younger point of view they'll understand because you know what it's like when parents are telling you shit your kids don't listen because hmm. they think they know everything especially when they're 16 and it's usually just to escape from school. And then two years later, they go, oh, my God, I wish I was back at school because mm. it was so much easier than the real world. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if but... I, yeah, if I had anything more to say to not really the parents but any other any other kid going through a tough time in an apprenticeship um, with someone or a group of people, I would just say, you know, there's a, there's a time to just shut up and, and take things and to just get on with your work. Don't back chat, just just do it. But then there's a time to stand up as well and um, and have your own back and walk away or confront someone. But who do you stand up to? You're standing away, stand, standing up might just be, could just be the bird, just fuck you and I'll, I'm getting out of here and I'm going to find a better place to work. There's options. You're in Australia. You have options to go to other places. Yeah, right. Um, you know, there's, we're, we're, there's a lot of work going around now and has been for a while. Yeah. Um, if someone, well, you, you changed because so Nick did how many years? Two years in commercial plumbing? Yeah, at the start and then I went into maintenance. Yeah, but he found all he was doing in the first two years, which was pretty much digging holes. Digging holes and sparging up concrete pits, yeah. Yeah, so he didn't really learn anything. So that, that's a ridiculous thing with the apprenticeship. So practically they're going to TAFE learning stuff, but they're not implementing any of it. So that's something that you've also got to be aware of, which mm. I think might have led to your lack of confidence when finishing because mm. you hadn't had the experience that, you know, like going with just a normal, with a, a standalone plumber and being his apprenticeship, you would probably learn so much yeah, more for sure. because you're going into people's homes and you're doing stuff. So, yeah. and that's where the different you want to check what type of um, industry or uh, work that the kids will be going into to make sure that they get a well-rounded um, apprenticeship. And I think even as the mum, like I did meet uh, Nick's first boss when he got his first apprenticeship, but literally it was just a hello, how are well, you? He, he's a good guy. Yeah. It was, he wasn't on site though. Yeah, he so, owned the business and then they had 
he had the people under him. Yeah, and it's just the little comments made by a whole bunch of it might not be one person, but it might be ten people with one co one comment a day. Do you know? And sometimes it is. Sometimes it's you. You're fucking up. You know what I mean? But then you start overthinking, overthinking, and then you just fucking up, fucking up. You know, you people are telling you stupid. You're trying to hurry up. You're trying to run, and and you can't get through it. But but how did you feel when you would come home and I would tell you to harden up? Oh, I'd take some of it on board. You got to you, you got to harden up. But I think it's good in a way. You know what I mean? You don't you don't want to be too soft. But um, I think. Dad actually helped me a lot. He he just listened to me and he I wasn't gonna ever do it or anything like that, but he'd go, just fucking offer the guy out in the car park. Just I know that doesn't sound Which good. Which dad was that? Ben. Alright. I shouldn't drop names, but <laughs> but fantasizing about it made me feel better. That's how I got through it. And so and I and having a hobby on the side, so I box as an amateur throughout um, my apprenticeship and the people I met there and the confidence that I did because I've, I've done it for a while now. And, and well, Nick started so boxing on his own when he was 15 and he'd go to the PCYC um, and he did that till he started boxing professionally and won all his fights, by the way, but thank God he's given Not up now. Any, Doesn't matter. You went out undefeated. But, um, <laughs> I didn't want that beautiful face ruined. No. But, um, yeah, I think that was definitely you were able to also talk to those guys which were older as well and they were pretty hard guys as well. Like yeah. they'd, they'd been around town and... Um, still speak to them now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and they let they let you know about different options. They let you know about you know if you want to invest in property. Tr tradies are a lot of them are very smart people. Um, they just don't have. No, they're just not. Just they're they just not classroom style. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, completely um, agree. So I think yeah, having a hobby and something you're interested in, not just you know, going to work, coming home, and then. Yeah, I think that's work. a. I think that's actually a really good point. Um, the hobby, and I think for boys as well, um, the boxing I think was great because it makes you super fit, and it also allows you to get your aggression out. Mm. Anything well. that anything that it's going to give you confidence in in yourself. Anything that you, you know, you start at that you know you're not good at, and then you achieve is going to make you confident in yourself. And when you're confident in yourself in one area, you can apply it to another area because you know it's possible. So. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, good chat. I know. And well, that, yeah, this is Nick's first one. So we just thought we'd um, throw this one up and we've just done it all in one take, which is what I usually do. And um, hopefully I want to get Nick back to talk about some other stuff. So we have some really good conversations. He's an avid book reader and um, he reads heaps and heaps and heaps and teaches me a lot. That many. You do, because I read nothing. I think I've read two books in my whole adult life, whereas... I try to. I try to read. Yeah. I've made myself like it. Yeah, and you <laughs> listen to a lot of podcasts yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so um, any parent, like mums out there who, you know, I don't know, are just thinking about their kids doing apprenticeships, um, I think they're fantastic for trades, but I think um, the kids have to realise that they are a commitment and that's probably the biggest thing is that they are a four-year commitment to doing it and they... Whereas if they have their year twelve, that gives that does give them so many options should they turn out not to like it or that it doesn't suit them. So that's probably our main key yep. take out. The one thing I, you just um, reminded me of is that you know a lot of kids don't like books, but like ten years ago or eight years ago there wasn't podcasts. Now every yeah. kid has the ability to get advice for, while they work, while they commute. 
you know, yeah. about how to better themselves or any struggles they might be going through. So put your kid on some podcasts. There's some really good ones out there. So Yeah, and there's good ones about like how to de- deal with difficult people and... Even just shit to just, just make the day go by. Like my favourite is Mel Robbins, five-second rule. She's my favourite. But you yeah. listen to... So a good one for business is like Gary Vee. I listen to Joe Rogan. Jordan um, Peterson. Jordan YouTube Peterson. YouTube videos are really... Especially for young men, uh, Jordan Peterson. And for women as well. Jordan Peterson's really good. His YouTube clips are, are really good. So. Yeah, but we'll, we'll do another podcast because um, I'm really interested in talking about um, the Me Too movement and and women in uh, the workplace. And um, it's really interesting and time for another podcast. But Nick was talking one day about um, speaking to this woman. It was just the two of them. And what uh, the thought that went through your mind was like, shit, she could actually make up anything about me right now. It's just the two of us here. Do you remember? Mm, and did, yeah. yeah, and like, um, so he got his boss on the phone so his boss could hear what was going on so that there was no mm. um, misunderstandings or anything like that. And Well, she that, actually, she actually, bla- she, she uh, bring something up against a, a tradesman uh, and then withdrew it. But anyway, that's another time for Yeah, that's time for another podcast because <laughs> I think that's really important with young men today. They're a bit confused about where they stand with women um, and I completely understand why, um, but we can talk about that later. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in cool. and we'll chat soon. Sweet. Bye. Bye.